everybody. Hope you're doing good. Saturday night. Let's get this party started. Lots and lots of information. Truth only. That's all that matters. Two-pronged attack coming at us from COVID-19. The COVID-19 response. The virus has never been a real threat. And I say that unashamed, unabashedly. The virus has never been a threat. It is a 99.9% survival rate. So we have COVID coming at us. It's all from the Democratic Party. It's from the globalists. It's all people trying to unseat a duly elected president. And I mean twice duly elected. He was duly elected this time just as much as he was the time before. But this two-pronged attack is voter fraud on galactic scales. And it's just as galactic, the response to COVID-19. I look around my local community everybody's back masked up down here in Florida where you don't even have to be. Everybody's masked back up. Businesses are closing. I don't know about here in Florida, the business is closing. But all around the nation as I go through and I spend hours and hours and hours researching for this podcast, I do lots and lots of, you know, hit lots and lots of different sites. Everybody's locking back down. It's all ridiculous. I'll prove it to you tonight. The voter fraud is prevalent. This was a total scam. I know a lot of us throughout our lives have been taught, you know, don't believe in the conspiracy theories and there's people on the far side of this issue and the far side of that issue. Well, I will advise you tonight, you can take it or leave it. I would open up your mind to the fact that Democrats are corrupt. Why is it? I want to ask you this. Why would you not want voter ID? Why would you be blocking Republican inspectors at polling places, people that are supposed to be watching the ballots being counted. Why would you block them? Why would you be putting up covers over windows? Why would you be removing them from polling places? Why would you be applauding as Republican attorneys and inspectors are removed from polling places? Why? Why would you want a mass uh, mail-out balloting system? You see, and it's all coagulated together in a giant mess of COVID-19 response, which was meant to unseat President Trump by destroying the economy and by having mass mail-in balloting. You know how this has worked too? Is I'll use the state of Georgia as an example. Normally in the state of Georgia, every year, 6% of ballots are cast out. 6% Republican, Democrat, for various reasons, 6% of, of ballots are considered to be no good. Cast out. How, what's the percentage this year? First time in history, first time ever in history, Georgia's done mask, mail, mass mail-in balloting. So how many ballots were kicked out this year? Remember, normally in a normal year with no, really pretty much no mail-in balloting, they kick out 6% of the vote that the ballots are disqualified. What's the percentage this year? 0.3%. And people think this is an honest election. You have the first time in history you've ever done mass mail-in, mail-out balloting. And normally you kick out 6% of the ballots on a normal on a normal year. But yet this year, the first time you've ever done mass, mail, mass mail-in balloting, you suddenly kick out only 0.3% of the balloting. It's the same thing in Pennsylvania. Normally you kick out 1%. And they never do mass mail-out balloting either. And this year, they're kicked out 0.02%. It is all a fraud. 
It is an absolute fraud, and we will dive deep tonight. We will be switching back and forth from the COVID fraud to the voter fraud. We'll launch tonight with COVID, and this is uh, from a, this is from the Gateway Pundit, and the title is "Get Out, Get a Warrant." Business owners in Buffalo, New York, and I'm telling you, this is what has to be done. People are going to have to take a stand, or you will have no country left. You're like, I can't take a stand. I'll lose this. I'll lose that. It's either that or you're going to lose the whole country. You have got to take a stand. I have never worn a mask and I have never shut down my church, nor will I ever. Nor will I ever take a vaccine. You are going to have to take a stand. It's got to start now. And I love what these business owners did. Play it for me. You're on private property. You need to leave. We're asking to feel your compassionate. Get out, you jackbooted thugs. Well, some of these people actually work for their money and they don't want to lose their livelihood. I've lost friends, I've lost family who've killed themselves. I've seen clients die because they've lost their livelihood. I'm sorry to hear that. I know you are. And I'm just a pale. I'm asking for you to guys have some compassion. She sounds real sorry. For the people that have lost everything. All masked up. have compassion for people who Okay, well, you need to go have compassion out in a parking lot. This is private property. This is private property. This is private property. Yes, it is. It's private property. Go I get a warrant. Listen, man, this is private property. They're not wanted here. So get the heck out of there. Well, her job is. Well, no, no. Your you job is to remove people that are not wanted here. You have a We're wanted here. Department. They're not. She's hiding her name tag. She had her name tag. It's my name. That means nothing. That means nothing. Tell them it means nothing. Get the heck out. Don't worry about my health. My health isn't you're, your concern. You're meant to be wearing a mask. It's a government. Okay, well then write me up. It's the law. Okay, then then then, then take me to jail. It's not the law. Then take me to jail. Show me the law. Show me the law, please. Show me the law. Well, I think we gotta go to jail. Mask. You have to leave. You guys, you guys have to leave. You guys need to leave. You have to leave. Right now you're trespassing without a warrant. Where did you hear the report? Okay, we were looking for you to break the law. Who reported it? Who reported it? Who reported it? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, Who reported it? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, right. You need to know your accuser. You need to know it cannot be an You gotta go get a warrant. It cannot be an You don't get to violate the Constitution. It does not matter. You don't circumvent or subvert the Constitution. That's the way it works. Call the news. Okay, Miss, you need to leave. I want to get out! 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 Hey, you bring it back to me. All right, they get out of Dodge, and that's how it should be. They don't have a right to be in your business. Now, here again, a cop right here, 1992 to 2000, August 2017. Cop, 25 years in a day, right here. They don't have a right to be in code enforcement. 
what, with the cops? Tell them to go shove it up their caboose. Take their masks. If they, you tell them to take their masks, shove it up their caboose. You have a First Amendment right, a Fourth Amendment right, and a Fourteenth Amendment right. Screw those people. Who cares what they think? Tell them to get the heck out of there. People have got to start to stand up or you will have nothing left. You, it's, you know, you've probably heard, heard this said many times. Socialism gets voted in, but you got to shoot your way out of it. We don't want to get to that place. I'm telling you right now. You've got to stand up. Anybody watching, listen, Florida is pretty much kind of an autonomous zone right now because we have a great governor. Like, like Christy Noem in South Dakota, Ron DeSantis here in Florida. But if you're under a totalitarian hack, like what's going on, in, in, that's New York, that's Buffalo, New York. You're going to have to stand up. Well, what if I go to jail? What, what, what's left anyway? What's left of your country anyway? You're like, well, I want to hold on to what life? What they, They're shutting down your businesses. They're taking your money. People are committing suicide. People run businesses through their parents, their grandparents, their great-grandparents are closed down forever now. What? Why, why not take a risk? I just lost everything on that screen. Why not take a risk? Why not stand up and say something? Listen. I'm not necessarily telling people to break the law, but what I am telling you to do is if the laws are unconstitutional, don't abide by them. They're not constitutional. Mass mandates, shutdowns, lockdowns are not constitutional. They cannot do that. If they want to change the constitution, which says a governor can belch and shut down your business, like Whitmer and Cuomo and Gavin Newsom and Kate Brown and Jay Inslee and all the rest of the Stalinists want to close. They need to amend the Constitution. Good luck with that. 72 million of us just voted for a constitutionalist who actually won the election. We are going to have to stand up. We've got to stand up now. All right, GOP tweet. We will not be intimidated. We are going to clean this mess up. Sidney Powell talking. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it. And we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. Play it for me. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government. And we are going to take this country back. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it and we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. And listen, when you see things that came out recently about they lost a a case in Pennsylvania, listen, those are not, right now you have to look at it logically, which is very difficult for a lot of Americans. You've got to look at things logically. They've had, what, two weeks to even really get anything. We're talking about galactic voter fraud. They have hundreds of thousands of reports Hundreds of affidavits signed. This cannot, it's not going to just happen. There's going to be court cases that go for and against. And that court case was only a partial sort of loss. 
They basically they were unprepared right now. They are unprepared. Trump's legal team is un, they, nobody could be prepared in this time. But you will see it unfold over the next couple of weeks. Absolute galactic voter fraud. Watch what I show you tonight. Watch it. All right, from CNN politics. Can't believe I'm actually doing something from CNN. This is a first ever. But I wanted you to see the picture. See, CNN actually thinks this is a good thing. I, I frame it this way. This is the Democratic Party vision for America. There's the Pelosi. There's Schumer closest to you. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Look at them. That's how they want everybody. Masked, distanced, and controlled. Masked, distanced, and controlled. I don't care about what it even says on the tweet. I just wanted you to see the picture. That is their vision. That is their vision for America. That is the vision for what they want from you and me. Masked, distance, and controlled. It is time for us to stand up. All right, from Breitbart News, Rudy Giuliani reads sworn testimony. Play it for me. A citizen of this country, a very fine woman, who is willing to allow me to give her, uh, give you her name. I can't give you all these affidavits because if I do, these people will be harassed, they'll be threatened, they may lose their job, they will lose their friends. We've lost lawyers in this case because they've been threatened. We've had lawyers that need protection. What's going on in this country is horrible, and the censorship that you're imposing is making it worse. But Jesse Jacob is an adult citizen and a resident of the state of Michigan. She's been an employee of the city of Detroit for decades. I know her age, but she can tell you her age. She was, um, she was assigned to uh, voting duties in September, and she was trained by the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. She was basically trained to cheat. She said that um, I was instructed by my su- supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than when they were actually sent in. The supervisor made that announcement for all workers to engage in that fraudulent practice. That's not me saying that. That's this American citizen saying that under oath. I don't know. Maybe you could say she's lying. But you can't say there's no evidence. This is what we call evidence. This is direct evidence. That's circumstantial. I tried many, many cases, as did all my colleagues here. You put a witness on a witness stand, the witness is testifying to their own knowledge. This witness goes on the witness stand and she will say, I was told to adjust the date on the absentee ballots. I witnessed election workers and employees going over to the voting booths with voters in order to watch them vote and coach them for whom to vote. Completely illegal. She will testify to that. There you go. All right, now those, there's hundreds. Everybody understand this, hundreds. If you see a court case go bad, they just ha- they can't put it together in this short period of time. Believe me, I was around law enforcement. Getting a case through a court, you're talking about six months to a year, and they're trying to do this in the mat- in a ma- uh, inside of a month, in a matter of weeks right now. You need to understand something. The voting patterns were identical throughout the United States. Certain percentages for Trump, certain percentages for Biden. In every area of the entire country, I'm talking about most liberal would go this percentage, most 
Most red would go this percentage. Most blue would go this percentage. It would go that way everywhere in every in every state in every city. It followed the exact same patterns, with the exception of six cities, and that is Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Detroit. Philadelphia, basically throughout the state, throughout the state of Pennsylvania, they had the exact same voting pattern no matter where you went. Trump would get somewhere between about 20% less votes than Biden did in mail-ins, mail-in balloting. About 20% less in mail-in. But he absolutely killed them, like three to one on, on day of voting. And all of those statistics flipped exactly upside down. Trump basically got... 30% of the vote in in Philadelphia, 30 about 28%. So we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden got 72% of the vote. That's absolutely incorrect. It didn't follow any that, that that didn't happen in New York City. That didn't happen in Los Angeles. That didn't happen in Tampa. That didn't happen in Miami, but lo and behold, Trump loses 30% 20 to 25 to 30% suddenly in Philadelphia, suddenly in Atlanta, suddenly in Allegheny County, Pittsburgh, suddenly in Milwaukee. He all, everything flips upside down. And when did it flip? When did it all flip upside down? Where stati- the, 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 only, the only statistical anomalies in the country are Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Detroit. And that's where... We, Middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning. Hold! Everybody hold! Hold! We got to shut it down. We're losing. And all of these votes just just magically appeared. And just as an example in Atlanta, there's a witness. And that this is one of many that saw ballots come in. Mail-in ballots. Now, in order for it to be a mail-in ballot, a ballot's about this long. In order for you to mail it in, it has to be folded. They had a bunch of mail-in ballots only for Biden and not folded. And every single mark on it, which was all for the Indian vote down ballot, every single mark was a perfect circle. Perfect circle. I'm telling you folks, it is an absolute lie. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't give an inch. Don't give an inch. All right, from LifeNews.com, breaking. Last night, officials with Dominion Voter Systems backed out of testifying before the Pennsylvania House State Government Committee today. Pennsylvania House Republicans will hold a press conference this morning. And here's that. Do I have that press conference or no? That's not this one, is it? Okay. But it, well, I actually have it. I have it later. I meant to coordinate, I meant to coordinate those two things together. I've got a video of this later on. But Dominion... But just remember, Dominion is simply the front company for Smartmatic software. And I'll show you that. I meant to put those two things together. But I'll show you that news conference in a, in a minute. All right, here's some good stuff now. Gateway Pundit from 1121. You got it. listen, follow this guy on Twitter. He's got about 7,000 followers. Follow this guy on Twitter. His name is Greg on the right. Everybody get this. Greg on the right. All one word. Greg capitalized on capitalized the capitalized right capitalized. I'm swiping lots of his stuff tonight. Follow this guy on Twitter. He writes, my video on Pennsylvania mail-in ballots got removed by TikTok. Here's part one. Play it for me. 
The following information is straight from the PA.gov website and has almost 3.1 million entries. I exported all that information into an Excel sheet, but I was cut off at about 1 million rows, so keep in mind we're working with one-third of the whole data set. So the first thing I did was create a column to see if any ballots were mailed out by the government the same day that they were received filled out through the mail by the voter. Turns out about 11,000 were filled out by the voter and returned back to the government the same day the government mailed them out to the voter. I then created That's a column impossible. to see if there were any applications that were approved by the government, mailed out by the government, received by the voter, and then filled out by the voter and mailed back to the government on the same day. And there were 8,205 cases of that. And lastly, I created a column to see if there were any ballots that were received through the mail, filled out before they were even mailed out by the government. There were 7,403 cases of that. Pause the screen to read each definition of the columns. If anyone's able to make sense of these numbers without saying it's fraud, please let me know in the comments. And don't worry, I'm such a loser that I have that written for you. I know that that, is, that was really quick. So here was the numbers that he said. As he's doing it live on the Pennsylvania voting website. It turns out, this is Greg on the right, writing about 11,000, let's say actually Gateway Pundit writing about his tweet. 11,000, it turns out about 11,000 were filled out by the voter and returned back to the government the same day the government mailed them out. <laughs> it's impossible. They mailed them out, 11,000 mailed out, they received them, and it came back to the government office the same day. Totally and completely impossible. That would have mean that everybody had to stand there because they were mailed back. That means that the mailman had to stand there for 11,000 people as they filled them out and handed them back. You would have heard about it. Never happened completely and totally impossible. I then created a column to see if there uh, were any applications that were approved by the government, mailed out by the government, received by the voter, and then, and then filled out by the voter and mailed back to the government on the same day. And there was eight 8,205 of those cases. What were they? Filled out by the voter, mailed back to the government, mailed out by the government, received by the voter, then filled out by the voter, and mailed back to the government on the same day. Yeah, right. Eight more thousand. And lastly, I created a column to see if there were any ballots that were received through the mail, filled out before they were, e get this now, filled out before they were even mailed out. And... Received by the government. There was 7,403 of those. So they were mailed out. They were received by the voter before they were ever mailed out. Folks, this is for real. The Democratic Party, the demon, rat, devil party. This is what they count on us never looking into. They count on it. All you got to do is look into it. This has been going on for years. Listen, Pennsylvania. Many, uh, Minnesota, Michigan, Georgia. Now, I guess I've got to include you. You really think you're Democrats? You're not. They've been hacking these elections for years. It's just starting to take over. That's why Colorado suddenly turned Democrat Arizona this year. This is what they've been doing for years, for years. And now they're looking into it in Nevada and they're like, whoops, they just canceled in the local race, Clark County, one sixth of the balloting was disqualified for their local elections, but still applied to Trump. Did everybody get that? In Clark County, if I have time, I'll get to the video later. Adam Lexalt, former, DA, former uh, uh, state attorney general for, for Nevada. 
153,000 votes were disqualified in Clark County. That's Las Vegas. Disqualified for their local candidates, but still applied to Trump because of the massive level of corruption in the ballot, in the balloting. And, and remember, these numbers that I just gave you where people were getting the vote, where it, it was, let's just, we'll just use a number, mailed out on October 5th, filled out and re- arrived back at the government office on October 5th, or mailed out on the 5th, but it was actually filled out by the person on the 4th. Okay, remember, that the total numbers that he has are only, he only ran one-third of the voter rolls. So you're talking about this is 80 to 90,000 votes in Pennsylvania. Trump's down by 50,000. It's over right here. These are all disqualified votes. Somebody just has to prove the case. Well, I hope this was sent to Rudy Giuliani. Greg on the right, make sure you send it. All right, this is from the Knox Tea Party, 1120. PA, Pennsylvania, has deleted election, uh, the election 220 data set. There you go. See it on the bottom. PA is deleted. Look at that line. Therefore, we are removing election data assets from the open data catalog. They're deleting it as we speak. As we speak, they're deleting it. Show you video later, too. Them loading up the trucks and shredding it. All right, Greg, on the, why would you do that? Why? You see, that's the whole thing. We've gotten to the place where we're afraid to ask questions. Why are you afraid? Because some Democrat's going to call you a racist? They're going to call you a xenophobe? Going to call you a conspiracy theorist? Who cares? Who cares what they think? We've got to stand to 72 million of us. It's time for an economic secession. It is time for an ideological secession. It is time for a secession in the, in the area of not caring what they think. It's time to just, who cares what they think? I'm not talking about violence. I'm not talking, we don't have to, you don't have to be violent. Blow them off. Stand your ground. In the next election or in any recounts that are going on right now. So I'm in Florida. Again, I'm sort of in a state that did it right. But you Republicans in Pennsylvania, you Republicans in Michigan, Republicans in Wisconsin, I haven't talked about Wisconsin yet tonight. You Republicans in Georgia, you don't move away from the voting tables. You don't move away from the ballot counting tables when some Democrat hack comes up to you and calls you a racist and tells you to get back. No, you have every right to be there. Why would you have to leave and not the Democrats? Well, you know, I don't want to cause any problems. Okay, lose your country then. Lose your country. Lose your freedoms. You don't think it's ever going to come knocking on your door? It's knocking on your door right now with COVID. Close your business again. Mask up, distance, and controlled. It's in your face right now. This, Listen, folks. This is life and death of this country. Right now, life and death, and the church should be leading the way, and the church is closing again. Cowards! You're cowards! You bunch of pastoral cowards! You're closing again. Why are you closing? Well, I might get arrested. What, what's there to live for? What's there to live for if you can't have a church service? You're to close it again. Nobody's even making churches close in some areas, and they're doing it anyway, a bunch of ankle grabbers. Here's the thing. That's because pastors don't lose their job. They're taking CARES Act money, parishioners. You're out there losing your job, your butcher shop, your grocery stores are being closed, your business you've run for decades is closed, and your pastor's still making his money. And I'm a pastor. I ain't closing nothing. They come haul me off to jail if they want. 
I'm going to stand. How about you, Pastor Coward? You going to stand this time? You going to grow a set? Or do you just realize now you've been clipped? Come on. All right, from Greg on the right. Are we on part three, Aaron? Am I in the right spot? Yeah. All right, here's part three of the videos that got deleted by TikTok. Play it for me. I'm not sure if this guy's being serious or a troll, but let's just prove his comment wrong. So let's look at one or two examples of ballots that were filled out and returned before they were actually mailed out by the Pennsylvania government. So one example is a ballot that was returned, filled out through the mail on October 17th, but it was sent out in the this mail guy's date of birth. on October 19th. Now to find this example on the Pennsylvania state government website, we're going to need a few things. Look at his First, date of birth. The date of birth. 1918. So let's go to the Pennsylvania government website, which has all 3.1 million examples as seen right here. And we're going to hit the little filter right here. And we're going to enter in that birthday. So we entered that birthday and now there's only three examples. Next, we had a filter for the ballot return date. And in this case, it was 10-17-2020. And look at that. Only one result comes up. And the ballot was returned 10-17-2020. Ballot was mailed out 10-19-2020 straight from the government website. Feel free to fact check any of the ones on the screen. And if you want, I can send you a file with all of them. Stop trying to discredit ballot information. Yes, yeah, it was mailed out. The mail-in balloting, the mail-out, mail-in balloting was mailed out by the government on 10-19. And the person filled it out and mailed it out on 10, filled it out and mailed it back on 10-17. It was mailed out to the person to fill out their ballot, not even request. Remember, these were just mass mailed out on voter lists that are completely erroneous, totally inaccurate. People are dead on them. People don't even live in the state anymore. They just mailed out millions of them. This one was mailed out on 1019 and filled out and returned on 1017. All you got to do is look and look at the guys. Look at the guy that this, I guarantee you, Biden supporter. The guy's date of birth on this ballot that was mailed to him on the 19th, but filled out on the 17th, his date of birth, I'm not getting those numbers wrong. Those numbers are accurate. His date of birth is 731-1918. 102 years old, he voted. That's why you had, in the state of Michigan, they had more people register over the age of 90 than in the history of their entire state this year. That's a miracle. Absolute miracle, just like the flu disappearing off planet Earth. Miracles are happening because of the Democratic Party. Absolute miracles. All right, here's Greg on the right. Last one, last video. Pennsylvania mail-in ballot data, part two. This data comes straight from PA.gov, and we will be holding our phone horizontally for this video. Before I start, I suggest you pause here to read what each mail-in application type means. Here's an overview of everything we're going to go over in this video. Pause if you need to read. On this page, we have the total amount of ballots that the Pennsylvania government sent out through the mail. Here on the left, we have the year the voter was born, the county name that they reside in, their registered party, the congressional district, and the application type. This page shows the amount of ballots that were mailed out by the Pennsylvania government but were never returned. This page shows the amount of ballots that were mailed out by the government and received filled out through the mail by the voter on the same day. This page shows the amount that were approved, mailed out, and received filled out through the mail by the voter on the same day. This page shows the amount that were returned filled out before they were even mailed out. And lastly, this page shows the amount that were returned but were never mailed out. <laughs> That's all I can fit into this video. Did you, did you hear the last one? I've got all the numbers for you. The last one were ballots that were never mailed out but were filled out and returned. <laughs> I mean, come, that was 9,000 of them. Trump's, this is Pennsylvania. Trump's down by what, 50,000 votes? 
This, this right here alone is enough to overturn the election. It's totally incomplete. I'll, I'll read them to you. 24,000 votes. Application was approved, mailed out, and received, and filled out the same day. Impossible. 15,000. 15,850 votes where they were an application was approved, mailed out and received and filled out the same day again, impossible. Listen, application approved, mailed out, received and filled out and returned the same day. That's impossible, folks. You can't apply, have it mailed to you, receive it, fill it out and bring it back the same day. That's not possible. There's how many of those? 40,000 40,000. Trump's down by 50,000. This is 23,300 ballots filled out and returned before being mailed out. I'm not I'm not speaking broken English. That's exactly what it was. 23,000 in Pennsylvania, 310 ballots. They were filled out and returned before ever being mailed out. Again, they were ma- say they were mailed they were mailed out on October 5th and filled out and brought back on October 1st. This is all facts. It's all on the computer. This is a scam. Oh, it's conspiracy theory. I'm just going to go with I'm going to be the reasonable people. I want to be part of the the reasonable wisdom wisdom crowd. Yeah, just like the idiots that are closing their churches again because they all want to—they don't want to dare risk their lives with a 99.9% survivable virus again. Well, no, they're saying 250,000 people have died of Corona. Yeah, those are the same people that put together stat sheets like this, like this cluster. This is a goat rodeo. 9,000, 9,000 ballots returned but never mailed out. How do you return a ballot that was never mailed out? Well, I don't want to be reasonable. You're not reasonable. You're a coward if you don't if you don't care about this. You're a coward if you're not mailing money. If you have money, if your business isn't closed, you're a coward if you're not mailing money to Trump's legal team. I have. Everybody in my room right now, the three of us in this room, have all mailed in money. Because we care. We care about 9,000 ballots that were returned that were never mailed. Right here, you add up all of these numbers. You are looking at 60,000 votes. Trump's in the lead with this alone. This isn't, this isn't even the 137,000 votes that came in the back door in Detroit. Now I'm, I know I'm switching states. But it's the same thing that happened in Philadelphia. Hundreds of thousands of votes just showed up. And all the Republican poll watchers were kicked out of the room. What are you allowing yourself to be kicked? Just try to kick me out of a room. Go ahead and try it. I told you, I'm not a violent man at all. I'm not violent at all. I'm going to stand my ground, though. I'm not going to look for violence. I'm not going to initiate violence. But I will not be moved. How about you? You see, it's all part of a bigger picture. It's all part of a bigger picture. This is a Rodney Howard Brown tweet. America's pastor. That's who I call Rodney. That's what I call Rodney Howard Brown. He is America's pastor. River Church, Tampa, Florida, arrested for the gospel, arrested standing up against COVID-19 tyranny. He is America's pastor. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, America's evangelist. Watch those two guys. 
Love the stood up the whole time, never closed, never moved, nothing. My kind of man. Put that picture back up for me. Eight predictions for the world. Now look at the top right-hand corner, World Economic Forum, which is, by the way, the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab, Prince Charles, WEF, the World Bank. The World Economic Forum. You had better be watching it. This is part of what you are seeing in this election. It is all tied together. They want to get out. They want to get out of office. The non-capitulating president and put in Biden, Biden, Beijing, basement Biden. That's who they want in there so they can bring forth their agenda. Play the video for me. Aaron, just freeze it for one second. Yeah, I want you to realize you're seeing these things on the screen. Whatever you want, you'll rent, you'll, you'll own nothing. This is not a mockery video. This is their advertisement. This is what they think is good. This is the World Economic Forum. This is the Great Reset. Yeah, put that picture up, Aaron. Yeah. There you go, right there. You'll own nothing. That's a positive. Look at the right-hand corner, top right-hand corner. World Economic Forum. This is the Great Reset. President Trump went to the World Economic Forum and show, show, told them to shove it up their caboose. They consider this to be positive. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Look at that stupid picture put up there. You switch it back. Look at how stupid you have to be. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. This is, this is the globalists. This is the Great Reset. These are the people coming to, to totally make America a non-issue. And I keep talking over it. Play it for me. be delivered by a drone USA won't be the world's leading superpower that's great news a handful of countries will dominate they're going to print up organs for you (laughs) you'll eat much less meat oh thank you Everybody see that? There you go. This is for real now. You have a conspiracy theory. I want to be a reasonable person. Pull up their website. Go to the Great Reset. Go to the World Economic Forum. Go ahead. Try it. This is not. This, look, look up Project 2030 out of the UN. They're all like this. Project 2030 used to be named what? Project 2021. They just couldn't get it all done in a year. This is their plan for the next decade. That what I just played is their plan. Joe Biden's fine with it. Kamala Harris is fine with it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is fine with this, what they want. 
Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Iona Presley, and Ilan Omar are inviting UN troops into our country. Pull it up online. It's mainstream. It's mainstream. They are. They're inviting people to overlook the DOJ in our country for racial issues. Facts. This is for real, folks. This is the real deal. It's nothing to be worried about. It's are you going to stand or not? I'm not going to spend one minute worried about it. You're like, how can you not worry about the collapse of the United States? Because my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19, I'm not worried about it. God will come through for me, but I love my country. I want it to be saved. And I'm ashamed that the church is crawled into a corner, shoved their thumb in their mouths, and have capitulated to Anthony Fauci into the CDC, which is full of garbage. Let me just give you an example. This is uh, Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio. Look how he looks. If you're looking like this, you're a clown. You're a clown. This is what they want. Leave it up. I'll just yell over it. This is the COVID plan for America is to make you look like this 24-7. Look at this man. He used to be normal. He used to be normal. Look at his ears. Look at his eyes. Look at his, I mean, he's got one eye shut. His ears are yanked forward. He's fine with it. Look what they've done to you. It's like, it's like, the, you bring it back to me. It's like the scene in Godfather. Look what they've done. They've massacred my boy. Look what they've done. Look what they've made you look, Mike. All right, here's Breitbart News. Nope. Love it right here. Orange County Sheriff will not enforce coronavirus-only violations during curfew. In other words, they're not going to enforce the ridiculous Gavin Newsom curfews. Go right to the next one for me, brother. There you go. Breitbart News again. Yeah, that's a no. Every, look at this, every county sheriff in L.A. region declines to enforce Gavin Newsom's COVID lockdown or COVID curfew rules. This is what has to happen. They're risking their jobs. Will you? Well, if, you know, the police will come and they're going to tell me to close down. Tell them no. It's the worst thing that can happen to you. I'll be fine. You're, you're fine. Your business is closed. You're out of business anyway. I don't get people. I honestly don't get people. All right, Breitbart News. I mean, no, Sydney Powell. I'm Maria Bartiromo. Play it for me. I spoke about just a few minutes ago, and that is a gentleman named Peter Neffinger. Tell me how he fits into all of this. Yes, well, he is listed as its former Admiral Peter Neffinger, or retired Admiral Peter Neffinger. He is president and on the board of directors of Smartmatic. And it just so happens he's on uh, Mr. Biden's presidential transition team that's going to be non-existent because we're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states. And President Trump won by not just hundreds of thousands of votes, but by millions of votes that were shifted by this software that was designed expressly for that purpose. We have sworn witness testimony of why the software was designed. It was designed to rig elections. He was fully briefed on it. He saw it happen in other countries. It was exported internationally for profit by the people that are behind Smartmatic and Dominion. They did this on purpose. It was calculated. They've done it before. We have evidence from 2016 in California. We have so much evidence. I feel like it's coming in through a fire hose. Aaron, go right to the next one. 240. 
Well, let me put it this way. First of all, I never say anything I can't prove. Uh, secondly, the evidence is coming in so fast, I can't even process it all. Millions of Americans have written, I would say by now, uh, definitely <clears throat> hundreds of thousands have stepped forward with their different experiences of voter fraud. But this is a massive election fraud, and I'm very concerned it involved not only uh, Dominion and its Smartmatic uh, software, but that the software essentially was used by other election machines also. It's the software that was the problem. Even their own manual explains how votes can be wiped away. Uh, they can put, it's like drag and drop Trump votes to a separate folder and then delete that folder. It's right, absolutely... Let's look at this now and get those graphs up for me. There you go. Put this up there. She's talking about drag and drop, drag and drop with Smartmatic software, Dominion. Dominion is simply the front ma is the front company for Smartmatic uh, uh, software. Look down, look down towards the bottom. What they do, if you look at it, this is how this is this is from um, Red Pill times two, Red Pill times two on Twitter, Red Pill times two on Twitter. Proper credit. This is how the cheat happens. This is data from the New York Times election feed. Run through a little script that tracks how the votes have moved. This is Wisconsin. This is official, folks. They pile it up on the third-party candidate and then bounce it to Biden every time. Look at the third line from the bottom. 47,000 votes. 47,000 votes. Third party that originally went to a third party and then dumped into Biden's camp. Why is that, I wonder? And look how many they gave to Trump. 8,000. It's on purpose. Go to the next one, Aaron. Here we go. Here is the same pattern in Pennsylvania. Votes are moved from Trump and Biden to third party and then laundered to Biden through the third party. No doubt they're doing this because most mainstream media don't even show the third party total. Look at the third one from the bottom. Third party move to Biden, 20,000. And strangely, third party to Trump, 6,000. It's Look at what he says up there. It's the perfect verbiage. Laundered votes, third party, and then laundered to Biden. All right, put up the next one for me. Here's Georgia. This is the bump and dump on Georgia. They moved votes from, the, from Trump to Biden or third party and then looted the third party and gave votes to Biden. Again, third from bottom. 81,000 votes. It's over right here to Biden. Back to me. That right there, it's over. Trump's down by 13,000 votes. 81,000 were pulled from a third party spot and given to Biden. Explain how that works. It's over already. Who's going to find it? It's over already. It, uh, listen, I'll show you later if I have the time. I hope I do. How many counties in America have over-registered voters? What do I mean by that? Say they have 100,000 people that live in their county. They registered 150,000 people. This has happened in 353 counties in the United States. It's already over. That accounts for 1.3 million votes. It's already over. It's already over. All you have to do is show the data. They'll get it done. Giuliani, Sidney Powell, they will get it done. I believe what the prophet said. Trump will serve eight years. 
It's already over in Georgia. That right there, it's already over. They took third-party votes and gave them the Biden via Smartmatic software. And put one of those pictures back up. This is the software. Right there. Live action for you right there. There it is. Third to Biden, 81,000. Explain how that happens. It's not in the counting error. You can bring it back to me. It, it's not in the counting error. It's on purpose. It's been going on for years. They're trying to take over Georgia. They're trying to take over Arizona like they did. Listen, I remember Nevada always used to go Republican. I remember Colorado always used to go Republican. And now, and Iowa always used to go. Now I was, you know, they've got their split state, their stupid delegate, way that, the way that they do delegates there where you get partial delegates. They're partially going to Democrats. This is all part of the plan. It's all via Dominion software, Smartmatic software. It's just manipulative. And if the, they set the algorithm on election night, the algorithm wasn't enough because they didn't realize that Trump was going to set a world record for an incumbent, incumbent president, a world record, period. He has the most votes of any presidential candidate in history. Bidens are all fraudulent. Biden got 60-something million votes. That's what he got. The rest of them were brought through the back door or put the out on the election night. The algorithm was put in. Well, okay, make sure we cheat to the level. Let's get Biden 67 million votes. You know, Trump will get his 65, will win by a couple million. Okay, good. And they're like, oh, no. And that's why you saw in the middle of the night they had to shut it down. The algorithm wasn't enough. Even Trump was even going to overcome that. That's why the votes had to come through the back door. That's why in Georgia, you had a bunch of votes witnessed by lots and lots of people come in that were mailed, mailed out and then had to be mailed back in that were never folded. In order to bring them back in and mail them back in, you'd have to fold them and put them inside an envelope, would you not? But yet these, all these ballots were Joe Biden only, perfectly circled in as if done on a computer and absolutely uncreased by the tens of thousands put up that next tweet for me I just want everybody to see this it's from red pill times too just a hint the reason they don't want to do thanksgiving or christmas has nothing to do with the infinitesimally small chance you'll get COVID. it's one of the few times you can talk about facts with your friends and families for hours without them moderating exactly exactly right it's all about it i mean come on i mean how much more are you going to take Canceling your Thanksgiving, canceling your Christmas. Well, we're doing our part to, to uh, save people from COVID. Who? Who do you know? Where's the big threat? Where are, the, where are all the bodies? Where are the death wagons collecting up all the bodies from this uh, horrible plague that yet is so deadly you have to be tested to even know you have it? All right, from Linwood. Looks to me like they may be destroying election documents in Cobb County, Georgia. What do you think? He says, fight back against election crimes. Play the video for me. Susan Knox, November the 20th, Friday morning. I'm watching all of these ballots being shredded now. Unbelievable. Just move up and we'll see what else is going out. Shredding. Massive amounts of ballots right there going out. 
So explain to me why on, what did she say? It was the 20th. What's today? The 21st? So it was yesterday? Yeah, it's just yesterday she's filming this. Susan Knox is her name. Follow her on Twitter. She, this was put out by Lynn Wood on Twitter. So why is it that you're having to shred all the ballots on November 20th, 17 days after the election? Why? Why exactly? When you have pending lawsuits all over the place. I wonder why this is. It's the Democratic Party machine. That's all that it is. They're having to, they're, they're, they're scrambling right now. Believe me, they're nervous. They are nervous. They're not acting nervous. You got Biden prancing about like the gelding he is with his office of the president-elect, but they're nervous. They're shred, why would you shred ballots when we have pending lawsuits? It's like Hillary Clinton, right? Deleting all of her emails that were subpoenaed. What, these, this is evidence. These, this is evidence for trials. This, not only that, but it's criminal. Do you realize that every time a poll worker fills in a ballot illegally for somebody, a poll worker tells somebody to vote for Joe Biden because it never goes the other way. There's never a poll worker that accidentally fills in a ballot for Donald Trump. There's never massive voter dumps that are for Donald Trump that come in plastic bags and coolers in the middle of the night after they've stopped counting. They never come in for Trump. They come in for Biden. Every time those things happen, that is a federal freaking crime. It's a felony. What they're destroying right there is evidence. It's been going on too long. Every single person who voted for Donald Trump, you're like, Tom, what are you, some kind of campaign finance guy? No, I'm not involved with the Trump campaign at all in any way, shape, or form, except I voted for Donald J. Trump twice. 2016, 2020. But we should all be, I don't care whether it's 10 bucks. I don't care if it's 10 cents. I don't care if it's $10,000. Send your money in to support this legal defense fund. You finding that for me, Aaron? Yeah, great. Aaron, my, my tech guy will get that up for you. Send your money. I'm not, I, I don't get anything, anything from this. Send it in. What do you want them to do? Listen, Wisconsin told them in order for them to do a forensic audit of the votes, it'll cost them $7 million. Let's all pay for it. There's 72 million of us. We can pay for it. I sent my money in or I'll send more. Let's do it. Let's, let's, just, let's, let's overwhelm the Democratic Party with galactic support for Donald J. Trump. He deserves it. 400 miles of wall been built. 400 plus, I think it's 450 now, 126 more miles under construction right now. All the things, I wrote a whole list of things that he's done. I mean, come on. He attended the March for Life, exited us out of the Paris Climate Accord, exited us from the Iran nuclear deal, ended the Trans-Pacific Partnership, exited from the World Health Organization, biggest tax reform in three decades, U.S. reached energy independence in 2019, first time in history. We are now a net exporter of fossil fuels. Seven million people off of food stamps. Ten million off of welfare. Net worth off uh, bottom. Uh, net worth of the bottom one half of wage earners went up 47 percent. Low income workers saw 16 percent pay increase. Stock market up 70 percent. Minority unemployment, lowest ever, lowest unemployment in 50 years, brokered peace deals with Israel and UAE, Israel and Bahrain, Israel and Sudan, Bosnia and Kosovo, no new wars, unleashed religious freedom, moved the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, 
took out Baghdadi, took out Soleimani, defended Planned Parenthood, defunded, not defended, defunded Planned Parenthood, defunded U.S. funding of foreign abortions, built 450 miles of wall, named three Supreme Court justices, all strict constitutionalists, 53 circuit court justices, and 220 judges overall. Greatest president in history if he does something about the debt. Greatest press, send in, let's support, let's have a wave. Let's listen, let's make them, make them adjust to us for once instead of us lifting up our skirts and, and hustling around Democrats. Who cares what they think? Who cares? Um, however many lawsuits, however many hours, whatever it takes, whoever has to be hired, I've shown you the facts. I just showed you one stat sheet after another where they took out third party votes. And gave them to Biden. Just gave it to them. It makes no sense to have them stationed as third-party votes and then move back to Biden. What, tell me, what would be the logic behind that? All right, John Cordilla tweet. If Kamala Harris is convinced she's the VP-elect and there is no voter fraud, why hasn't she resigned her Senate seat? That's interesting. She has not resigned. Very, It's very customary by now, if you were the vice president-elect, to have already resigned your Senate seat. She has not. You know why? Because she's corrupt. She's a criminal. And she knows. She knows that, they, that a lot of things went on. That she's not a legitimate vice president-elect. No matter how many offices of vice president-elect or president-elect Joe Biden creates out of thin air. She knows. They all know. This is corrupt. It handed to them. They just are totally and completely depending on us not investigating it. That's not happening this time. It's not happening this time. All right, back to COVID. All right, this is on the Senate floor. Watch the senators clash over masks on the Senate floor. Play for me. So if there's no further business coming before the Senate, I should stand adjourned under the previous order following the remarks of Senator Brown. Without objection. Look at this clown coming up. President. Senator from Ohio. I'd start by asking the presiding officer to please wear a mask as he speaks, and people below him are, I can't tell you what to do, but I know that the behavior. I don't wear a mask when I'm speaking, like most senators. Well, I, most senators. So I'll, I'll put that on, but I don't need your instruction from. Anybody. I know you don't need my instruction, but I, there clearly isn't much interest in this body in public health. We have a president who hasn't shown up at the coronavirus task force meeting in months. We have a majority leader that calls us back here to vote on an unqualified nominee and, and at the same time to vote for judge after judge after judge, exposing all the people who can't say anything, I understand, the people in front of you and the presiding officer, and expose all the staff here, and the, the majority leader just doesn't seem to care. Mr. President, the American people send all right, back to me. I want to do a stupid diatribe. So he doesn't want to come into work. And what's he using as an excuse? Oh, it's right, churches, all you church-closing, capitulating, cowardice, pastors. It's all about disease, right? Well, this guy doesn't even want to come in. He doesn't want to have to vote on Trump-appointed judges, and he's using COVID as his, as his excuse, as did Democrats on November 3rd, on Election Day, to keep Republicans out of the polling places to watch votes being counted, to inspect ballots. They kept him out saying, well, the COVID, we've maxed out our COVID numbers. COVID is being used. COVID was used to criminalize this entire election with millions upon tens of millions of mail-out ballots put out. 
never done before on voter rolls that haven't been updated in decades. Floating around all these different ballots, all because of COVID. All be- and you just think, oh, capitulating pastors, capitulating Republicans, never wear a mask. Forget that. Who cares? And, and, and by the way, Ohio, I mean, come on. You just elect Senator Sherrod, that goof stick that's up there talking, would you please wear a mask? Nobody's near you. You don't need a mask anyway. Nobody's near you. What, I just saw somebody in the parking lot of my church because there's an ice cream place right next door. A guy driving by, in the middle of the night, driving alone, well, in his, alone in his car, with, you know, with his, only with his family with a mask on. What, what are you doing? You, I, mean, you, I am tired of pulling punches. You're like, Tommy, don't pull punches. I do. I do to some extent. You, if you're wearing a mask, you're just a stupid idiot. You just are ridiculously stupid. I'll show you. Ready? Put the first one up for me, Aaron. There you go. COVID cases per million. There you, in California, here's the date that they required masks. It looks like 618. June 18th, they required masks. Look, 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 look how much good it did. Woohoo! That did a lot of good. And you got a senator on the floor telling people they have no interest in public health if they don't wear a mask. Put, 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 the, put the back up there. Look at what it did. They, they, they put it in place, and look how it controlled the cases. And they went up. They went up and for a long time. And lo and behold, they go down. And now look at it. The cases are going back up. They've had masks in place. You can bring it back to me now. They've had masks in place in California since June 18th. They went skyrocketing up for a, a month, month and a half. And then they went down because that's a virus. And now they're going way back up again. So what did masks do? Senator Sherrod of Ohio. We had no interest in public health. The, the, the person driving by me out there driving alone in his car with his family with a mask on with the people that he lives with. You're an idiot. You're stupid. There's nothing else to say. You're like, Tom, you're a pastor. You shouldn't call people that. What else am I supposed to say? You're intellectually challenged. Put up the next one for me. Here's Connecticut. Like, take a look here. Statewide inside. <laughs> State inside mask mandate. Look at it. April 20th. You have to wear a mask inside your own house. Now notice where the little arrow is. It skyrocketed after they did it. The cases skyrocketed. So now it stays in place. Then they expanded the mask mandate, outside mask mandate, and then expanded mandate, fines for not wearing masks. They did that on September 15th. And now look at the cases. Explain to me, bring it back to me, explain to me the logic behind wearing a mask. Every, every graph looks just like this. Every single graph looks just like this. Every state, every country looks exactly like this. And yet you still have people because you know what? If you if you're too stupid to do your own research, what I mean, come on, what's the matter with you? This is this is readily available. I pulled this off Twitter. This is official. This is from their states. It's from their health websites. It, they just depend on you being galactically ill-informed, capitulating, complying, masked, distanced, and controlled. You gotta put the next one up for me. Here's Pennsylvania. Statewide mask mandate around, uh, looks like April 19th. Statewide mask mandate. And then expanded it to required outside of homes. We get a mask mandate inside your home. That makes a lot of sense. And then look how good it's doing now. Skyrockets up. And now they've expanded their mask mandate for inside your own homes. Isn't that great? 
It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. None. And yet people are still doing it. Put their graph up one more time. Look at this. I mean, they just, look where they expanded November 17th and the case is still going up. You know why that is? Because it's a virus. And when you lock down and you mask yourself, you lower your own immune system. You're actually activating viruses as you breathe in your own bacteria for eight or nine hours, 10 hours a day. You have to be galactically stupid or galactically ill-informed to wear a mask around. You really do. And listen, I know I always want to give, give some room. I know that when you have to go in and you have to go get it, have an eye appointment or a dental appointment, they make you wear one to go. I'm not, listen, I get it. I'm just saying, wearing them on your own, your government telling you to wear them inside your home and out in public areas, don't comply. Don't lock down your businesses. Don't comply. All right, next one, last one. Here's Rhode Island. Look how great masks are working. Mask mandate inside workplaces, skyrocketed cases. Masks required anytime outside home. Go down, they went down for a while, and then expanded mask mandate. Masks extended until a widely available ma- vaccine. Well, look how great that's worked out in the liberal state of, West, of, of Rhode Island. Started on October 1st, and all your masking has done absolutely nothing as cases skyrocket through the roof again. And here's the thing. I don't even care about I, I'm not getting on them about cases increasing or decreasing. It doesn't matter. It's a virus. It always goes like that. Every flu season we've ever had goes exactly like that. They come up, they go down. If we documented every flu season like this, all the churches would close and all the businesses would close then too, as well as all the schools, because flu is 7 to 20 times more deadly for children than coronavirus We had all the schools are closed. It's like the first thing they do is close the schools to a bunch of people who are not vulnerable at all to coronavirus. And yes, I said at all. Statistically speaking, children are not vulnerable to the coronavirus. I'm not afraid to say it. It's the truth. All right, Eric, Trump tweet. Starts off with a big nope. Does anyone really believe this guy got more legal votes than at real Donald Trump? Count all the legal votes. Play the video for me. Thirdly, we discussed the need to help states with Title 32 funding for the National Guard. That's a fancy way of saying governors... Governors need to be able to get funding when they dispose, when they dis, they need to uh, and, and bring, bring their National Guard into play. And National Guards are going to have to play this. It costs a lot of money. Woo! From the, uh, hey, put that last one up hey, there and put that on there. Can you do that frozen picture right there? Yeah, there you <laughs> Office? <laughs> Office, of Office of President-elect. There he is. Right there. Really, that really think that all these people he couldn't he could not get forty people in a backyard. Donald Trump's got fifty thousand at every every single rally he has, and that guy won really. All right, Rodney Howard Brown tweet: A former manager for Smartmatic and previous resident of California is currently the elections administrator in Republican Tarrant County, Texas, where Biden got forty two percent more votes than Hillary. Oh, what a surprise! What a surprise. He goes up there. Here we have, we have a guy. Get this now. Let's get his qualifications. Currently, the elections administrator in Republican Tarrant County, a former manager for Smartmatic, and lo and behold, 42% increase 
for Joey Biden in a Republican county. And you have a Smartmatic software executive suddenly in control of the elections there. What a shock. Absolute shock. All right, from OAN, registrations outnumber. Listen to the numbers. It's over right here. You can take everything I've already presented to you. Just with this alone, it's over. Every single report that I gave you tonight, if you just use those numbers, Trump wins. It's already over. Here's some more evidence. Play it for me. The government watchdog group Judicial Watch reports the number of voter registrations in several counties in some swing states exceeds 100% of the eligible voters in those counties. What America's John Hines has more from Washington. What seems to be going on with these ghost voters that Judicial Watch has discovered, sir? So we looked at 37 states and we found that uh, 29 of those 37 had counties with 100% higher voter registration than citizen voting age population. And so of that, we totaled 353 counties in those 29 states uh, exceeded 100% uh, voter registration. Let's go to the next one, go to uh, 224. You're looking at. And you found, Judicial Watch found, that there were approximately how many uh, ghost voters in the country after running in 29 states? If you look at the 353 counties that we identified with 100% plus uh, registration, we found 1.8 million, uh, adding all those up together. Since you have found... Now you bring it back to me? All right, so it's hard to keep track of those numbers, so being the geek that I am, I got them all written for you. From Judicial Watch, they checked 37 states, 29 out of the 37 states, 29 out of the 37 states had counties with, had counties with, 100% more, double the amount of voter registrations than there were eligible voters in the county. Very easy. If you had 100,000 people that were eligible to vote, they had 200,000 people that voted. 100% more than are eligible to vote. That occurred in 29 out of the 37 states they checked, totaling 353 counties. So let me put it again. Let me put this out to you. In 353 counties in the United States, they had 100% more people registered to vote than are eligible to be registered to vote. They had 100% more, double the amount of voter registrations than there were eligible voters in their county. Again, very simple. They had, say it was a small county, 50,000 eligible voters. They registered 100,000, and this was in 353 counties, and this accounts for 1.8 million ghost votes. It's over. And by the way, this is indisputable. This is all on the record. It's over. This will land on Rudy Giuliani's shelf. This will land on Sidney Powell's desk. It's going to happen. This is why I believe Donald J. Trump will be sworn in. This, this is indisputable. This is all on the record. In 353 counties, they have 100% more registered voters, 100% more people registered to vote than are eligible to vote. This is, that's absolute fact. You can't deny it. It's just like where I live. Every, you have to be registered to vote at least 30 days out of the election. Prove where you live. Register to vote. So, what they have here is 100% more than were actually able to vote, voted. And they actually registered. 
So they registered people that it's impossible for them to be eligible. It's, it's very simple. You already have, the numbers are already there. Again, very simple, 25,000 eligible voters, but somehow they registered 75,000 people. These are, these are counties with 100%, 100% more registered voters than people who are eligible to be registered. That's just 100% counties, not the counties with 25% more or 30% more or 50% more. These are just the big ones. It's over. All right, here's Benny Johnson, a video. This, this is Adam Lexall. Adam Lexall is the former attorney general in Nevada. Play it for me. What we are providing today in this lawsuit is that many of these votes were improperly cast. We are presenting today in our formal contest that there are north of 15,000 people who voted in Nevada and another state. We are presenting that people voted in people that had already done a change of address and left the state outside of 30, the 30 day requirement, their ballots were still cast. We are also presenting dead voters. <laughs> so what happened was, is that these 15,000 people, they didn't actually vote twice, just so everybody knows. What happened was, is they were mailed. They already moved. They were gone. Say they moved to Oklahoma. So they're gone. But yet, because the voter rolls are outdated just the way the Democratic Party likes it, everybody was still mailed a ballot, ballot and it was mailed back. Oh, what a surprise from somebody who no longer lives there. This is what they've been counting on in Nevada, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, and now in Georgia. The plague is spread. It's not a plague of Corona. It's the plague of the Democratic Party. It's spread, and they depend on you never looking into it. Well, no more. No more. All right, Glenn Beck video. Listen to what happened to Venezuela. Play it for me. 1992, Venezuela became the third richest country in the hemisphere. Little Venezuela. Hmm. 1997 became the second largest purchaser of F-150 trucks. 2001, they voted for a socialist president on income inequality. 2004, private health care completely socialized. 2007, all higher education became free. 2009, socialists banned private ownership of guns. 2012, Bernie Sanders praised them for their American dream. 2014, opposition leaders were imprisoned. 2016, food and healthcare shortages become widespread. 2017, the Constitution and elections are suspended. 2019, unarmed citizens massacred by their own government. Mm. That's happened since 1992, being a rich and prosperous nation and free to murdering their citizens. Here's the good thing, though. They have achieved income equality. <laughs> Everybody's eating a lion Everybody. or a leopard from yeah. the zoo. Nobody has anything to <laughs> eat. Yeah. So let's go, let's go down the ladder of unsuccess in Venezuela very quickly. Here's how they accomplished what they did with everybody's eating their cats now. They, they decided to vote on everybody having the same income. They all did. Then they socialized medicine. This is... Uh, uh, who does this? Uh, who talks about income inequality? Uh, uh, what what party? Uh, that would be the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, uh, equal 
equal outcomes, equal opportunity outcomes, equal outcomes for everybody. doesn't matter. Everybody has to end up in the same spot. That's why they want to, by the way, institute all their COVID policies, all their stuff out of the great reset about, uh, zero net zero emissions and all the stuff that I won't get into too deep in that right now, but they want to basically close down the economy and just give you an income just to keep you alive. So net income inequality voted on. So everybody had the same income. Then they socialized their medicine. Then they gave everybody free college. Who does this sound like? Then they took away everybody's guns. Who does this sound like? Then they had the opposition imprisoned. Oh, isn't that interesting? We had the Trump Accountability Project, which they've now extinguished from the internet and from Facebook and from social media because they got so much heat on it. They have numerous, how many, how many, I wish I I should have put together a list tonight, but I didn't catch it in time. How many Democrats have put out their Truth and Reconciliation Commissions? They want lists of Republicans that have ever supported Donald Trump right here. Hey, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on, Truth and Reconciliation Commissions. Keith Oberman, bring it on. Christopher Hayes, come and get me. So the the opposition's in prison. Then what'd they do? Election suspended. Oh, that sounds familiar too. Election was suspended by, uh, in the United States. I don't know if you remember or not. Around three o'clock in the morning on November 4th. Lo and behold, suspended, shut down. Why? Because they were 700,000 votes down in Pennsylvania. And miraculously, when they shut, when they stopped counting at 3 o'clock in the morning, I went to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, got up at 7.40 in the morning, and all the votes were counted. And President Trump had lost all 700,000 of his, uh, of, his point, of his vote lead in Pennsylvania. was only up by 12,000. That's strange how all the votes were counted after they stopped counting the ballots. Amazing how that happened. Nigel Farage tweet. One in seven companies is on the verge of going out of business and we're heading for a double-digit recession. Lockdown is doing huge and permanent damage to millions. Two millions. But don't worry. Amazon and everybody else is doing good. Here's Dan Price tweet. Amazon profits up 100%. Walmart's profits up 80%. Target 80, up 80%. Lowe's up 80%. Microsoft, Facebook, Apple, Google, stock at record high. Small businesses, 21% are closed. Revenue for the rest down 30%. They're going to go extinct and lockdown without help. You can't see this on the bottom because I had to squish it in. He finished with, can't see it. We're witnessing a record wealth transfer. See, here's the thing. You, what they want, remember, is they want you masked, distanced, and controlled. If the only place that you can get anything is Amazon, Walmart, there's no more local business, they control you all the more. And they just say, you know, you're locked down. You don't, you don't capitulate to our lockdowns. You don't acquiesce to our lockdowns. You know what? You can't order from Amazon anymore, but I can't get food without Amazon. That's what they want. That's what's going That's why you have to stand. You have to stand. And you know what? We need to boycott where things need to be boycotted too. You need to get, listen, I'm staying on all the sites. I'm staying on every site that I can possibly be on in social media, but you had better have an account at Parler, at Rumble, at Gab.com, at MeWe. You better have accounts there. You've got, we've got to show them we don't need them. We have 72 plus million of us. We can have our own economy. You're like, Tom, that we, aren't we all supposed to come together? How do you come together? Do you ever read your Bible? You ever, you know, do, I mean, think of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. What fellowship does light have with darkness? Yeah, I mean, you ever read, do not be yoked together with unbelievers? 
But what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? What fellowship can light have with darkness? And all the Christians want to talk about unity? You want to be a good partner, community neighbor, you know, community partner, good neighbor? All those things, you know, we want to close down our churches because we want to show everybody what it means to love people. You're partnering with your local government officials that slaughter the unborn? What, what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Again, I'm not talking about actual secession. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about psychological secession. I'm talking about no longer giving a crap about what a Democrat thinks. No longer giving a crap about what the Washington Post prints or what CNN says. Who cares? I'm talking about psychological secession, economic secession. We don't don't need Facebook. You don't need Amazon. We can do our own Amazon. Just put conservative in front of all the net. They're banning you anyway. We might, what's the point of come, trying to come together? You can't unify with a rattlesnake. There's no point in it. All right, from the Gateway Pundit. Attorney Sidney Powell confirms alleged Dominion servers in Germany were confiscated. It turns out the latest story on this is that they were confiscated by the United States military. Here's Louis, Louis Gomer talking about it. Election, he needed to just give up. But uh, Seidel, uh, th- that's a place where all of this information was cycling through. Not supposed to, but it was. And actually, there was a uh, German that, as I was told, there was uh, a tweet in German from Germany that the U.S. Army had gone in and seized the Seidel server. They're going through bankruptcy right now. Uh, So there's all kinds of games being played. And I had suggested that the president might get information uh, from Seidel. And the next day before, and I sent him specifics that he needed to get that would be, would show a lot of fraud. And the next day before that information could be gotten, somebody ordered the U.S. Army, according to the tweet, uh, to go in and seize the server. Uh, there are people involved inside the government that have been trying to take this president down, State Department, Intel community, and FBI. And also- All right, what's he talking about? The Seidel is where there's a computer hub site in Frankfurt, Germany, a company that's obviously in economic trouble. That's where your votes are counted. You know that? Do you know that? Your votes are counted in Barcelona or Frankfurt, Germany. That's where Smartmatic and Dominion send all your votes. And the U.S. Army went into this other company. There's all there's all these shadow companies, all these front companies. There's another company named Seidel. Is there the, the company that's counting all the votes for Smartmatic and Dominion? It was just seized by the United States military. Play the next video for me. I don't know where they were on the hard drive. They got it. Eight, ten months ago, there are clear crimes revealed on it. Talking about do Biden with that. Right I don't here. know where they are now. Shifts to Our country has had its ballots counted, calculated, and manipulated in a foreign country with a company controlled by friends of an enemy of the United States. What do we have to do to get the FBI to wake up? Maybe we need a new agency to protect us. I have no idea. In terms, if, I, if I might speak for just a minute, in terms of the level of corruption we are looking at here, we have no idea how many Republican or Democratic candidates in any state across the country paid to have the system rigged to work for them. 
These people didn't do this just to take control. They make one heck of a lot of money off of it. Think about the global interests behind your own news organizations. Think about the pressure being brought to bear on, from the social media companies to shut down free speech on any challenge to the election. This is a massive, well-funded, coordinated effort to deprive we the people of the United States of our most fundamental right under the Constitution to preserve this republic that we all cherish. It is of the greatest concern. It is the, it is the 1775 of, of our generation and, and beyond. Sydney, yes. of um, our votes being held and processed, tabulated overseas, there's reports that there was a piece of hardware, possibly a server, picked up in Germany. Is that true, and is it related to this? That is true. It is somehow related to this, but I do not know whether good guys got it or bad guys got so it. we don't know who picked it up. Why? It turned out it was the United States military, and we haven't heard nothing since. So hopefully it was the good guys wanting truth and integrity, I hope. There's so many deep staters, though, you just can't. I mean, it, it's bad, folks. It's bad. We're, we are not in good shape right now in this country. And listen, we need to pray our way out. We need to, the church needs to lead the way. You need to be a powerful people, not a capitulating, acquiescing people. All right, this is from the first from Bill O'Reilly. This is from, uh, we should be on the Ilan Omar. No, we're not. We're on, the, we're on Miss Michigan. I'm sorry. Here we go. Miss Michigan. Four consecutive Wayne County Democrats issued warnings to a U.S. election official about a topic completely unrelated to the election. Her children. This is on the board of of the the board of election canvassing or something. I can't remember the name of it. Um, the two the two Republic. Bring it back to me for just a second so I can explain this. The two Republicans that stood up in Wayne County, Michigan, in Detroit. Two Republicans on their board of canvassing, that's the people that certify their elections for Wayne County, stood up and said, you know what, we have 75, 71% out of compliance, so they wouldn't certify it. What does that, what does 71% out of compliance means? They went from precinct to precinct, and they kept finding, they would if they had like, from precinct to precinct, 25,000 registered voters, 37,000 people voted. In the next precinct, 51,000 people registered to vote and 74,000 people voted. That's what they kept seeing. Way more people voting than were eligible to vote, that were reg- than were registered to vote. So they refused to certify. Then they got pressured, they capitulated, and then they uncapitulated. And that's where we are right now. But in the midst of all that, you have these four goofballs right here. You can start flowing through the pictures, Aaron. Threatening their children. These, these are Democratic operatives. Look at their signs. There they are, all of them right here. It's uh, Abraham Aish, Trish Duckworth, that's her. Next one is Liza B, Bill B or something like that. And then Edward Pruitt's the last one. They all, all four of these threatened the children of the woman who's on the canvassing board. That's your 2020 Biden-supporting Democratic Party. Threatened their children. You know, if it means so, if, if Joe Biden means that much to you, you're a psychopath. You're an absolute psychopath. It, true, I, I don't even know how to put it into words. I really don't know how to put it into words that people could actually live like this. 
that you're going to threaten people on the board of canvassers that just certify elections. You can you can challenge their certification. You can go whatever, do whatever you want, but you're going to go online and threaten their children. <laughs> truly is. I mean, it truly is unbelievable to me. All right, now we're on this one. The first with Bill O'Reilly. Switching to the glorious subject of Ilhan Omar. Play it for me. So you know about this Congresswoman Ilhan Omar from Minnesota, right? So we reported uh, a few days ago that she gave her husband's business close to $3 million while she was running for re-election this fall. There's the husband, okay? Tim Minette is the owner of the E Street Group. So Omar, who raises about $6 million to run, gives half of it to Tim for consulting. Consulting. Here, Tim. So who do you think that $3 million benefits? Might it be Miss Omar? Come on. This is the biggest scam in the world, but it's legal. All right, so the, the law says if you are a sitting congressperson, you can't hire family members, but during the campaign, you can. Not when you're in office, but when you're campaigning, you can. So Tim, Tim gets $3 million. <laughs> now, there is no better illustration of corruption at the federal level than this. So Omar raises $6 million, a lot of it from California, Hollywood money. She's a member of the squad, the far-left socialists. She's a racist, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Let me put it this way. She says racist things. I don't want to be like the opposite. Don't back off, Bill. Come on. That was wrong, and I apologize. Don't apologize. She says racist things. Let me give you an example of one thing she said. I would say uh, uh, our, our country should be more fearful um, of, of, of white men across our country because they are actually um, causing uh, most of the deaths within this country. Um, and so if fear was the, the driving force of, of, of policies to keep America safe, Americans safe inside of this country, um, we should be uh, profiling, monitoring, um, and, uh, and, and creating policies to fight the radicalization of white men. Well, that makes sense. Back to me. Now, notice who she was. Notice who Ilan Omar was talking to right there. She's talking to Al Jazeera TV. Strike one. And I, she said that white men are most responsible for the death, the radicalization of white men. What, what radical organizations are those exactly? Can we name them, please? We can name Antifa, but that's Democratic Party. Uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, that's Democratic Party. And if you look at the national UCR statistics, Uniform Crime Report out of the FBI, we have about fourteen to 15,000 murders a year in the United States. So, um, actually, that's 14,000 homicides um, in the black community. 97% of those, um, that's 7,000, yeah, it's 14,000 total. Messing up my stats in my mind. It's 14,000 homicides. 7,000 of those are committed by black men, normally on other black men. So 13% of the population is committing 50% of all homicides. But yet white men are the problem? Listen, 
Crime is crime to me. I don't care whether you're white or black, but don't sit there on Al Jazeera TV as an elected congresswoman who harvests votes out the yin-yang, by the way. She gave $3 million. Of, she raised $6 million for her campaign. This was this year. $6 million and gave $3 million of it to her husband. That's how, by the way, Three House Bernie, Bernie Sanders, multimillionaire, that's how he does it too. His wife is in charge of his advertising buying, his ad buying. So what happens in ad buying when for your campaign? Because like Bill O'Reilly said, during your campaign, you can hire your family members. So Three House Bernie, Bernie Sanders, he hires his wife who does all his ad buying. How it works in ad buying is you get 10% commission on every ad that you buy. So Bernie Sanders gets uh, 50, 60, 70, 100 million, hundreds of millions come in to elect him. So his wife just say she buys $50 million worth of ads. It's very common. My, I mean, Mike uh, Bloomberg spent $600 million on his campaign. So Bernie's wasn't that much, but let's just say he bought $100 million worth of ads. What's that for his wife? $10 million. That's how he does. That's how Bernie Sanders is a multi, multi millionaire socialist. Yeah, that's it. It really is. Here's Dinesh D'Souza. I just, I'm on this tonight about, I want you to understand the philosophy behind what you're seeing, not just what you see. Play it for me. George Orwell's dystopian novel 1984 is taught in schools and universities as a kind of imaginary depiction of a totalitarian society. Um, to the degree it's based on reality, on a model, it's thought to be on the model of socialist tyrannies, like Stalin's Russia, for example, and other socialist tyrannies around the world. But very interestingly, when we watch 1984 today, the movie version, or we read the book, it seems chillingly relevant to what's going on in America now. Here's a little snippet from the 1984 movie trailer. Now, Orwell was a man of the left, and yet he understood that the threat of tyranny comes from the left. In fact, that all forms of socialism, including democratic socialism, push in the direction of tyranny. All right, back to me. Outline- he names three things that you have to accomplish if you're on the left and you want to usher in tyranny. Number one, wiping away history. Seeing that happen as they tear down our statues, what he calls news speak, where all media are telling, are all telling the same story. <laughs> We're all seeing that, and they ban you if you tell a different story. And number three, getting rid of nonconformity. They beat you, COVID, masked, distanced, and controlled. They they generate a machine to attack people who do not conform under the guise. And they do this the entire time under the guise of health. This is my own words now. Under health and under the guise of preventing disinformation. That's from Dinesh D'Souza. So they, they actually don't allow information to go out under the guise of preventing disinformation. They take away your freedoms under the guise of protecting your health. 
It's all a ruse. It's all planned. You're like, that sounds like conspiracy. Look at our world, everybody. 21% of our businesses are closed. It's actually quite a bit higher. That's what that guy's stats are. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% of American businesses are closed and closed permanently. How much longer are we going to take? We don't have to. We just proved in this election how many, of, how many there are of us. Now, here's the sad thing. When I voted, I voted in a, a red county, man. It's as red as red can be right here in Charlotte County, Florida. Everybody at the polling place, 99% of people were strapping on a mask and you didn't have to wear it. So it's time. Get that face diaper off of your face. Get it off of your face and start standing up. Here's from the National Pulse. 90, I told you, in and out of COVID, in and out of voter fraud, National Post, uh, Pulse, 96% of Dominion voting systems, political donations, 96% of Dominion voting systems, that's the name of the company, political donations went to Democrats. Put up that, there you go, right there. Now look, if you can see it, I hope you can, on the column, second column from the left, Every single one, 96%, went to Act Blue. Act Blue, you can bring it back to me. Act Blue is where you also, if you want to donate to to uh, Black Lives Matter, it also goes to Act Blue. It's not, that's the Democratic Party. That's the big conduit for all Democratic money that goes to Antifa, goes to Black Lives Matters, goes to all Democratic politicians. And that's where all of Dominion voting systems slash Smartmatic software all of their donations, 96%, went to, not just Democrats, went to Act Blue. And that's who's controlling our elections. These are all facts. All right, this is Newsmax. Sydney Powell at the podium, play it for me. Lee goes straight up. That's something that Sydney Powell says also backs up her uh, claim of voting fraud via the, the Dominion voting machines. That's something she in particular has been investigating. Listen to what she said about that. Talking about some massive straight lines up in the vote tallies in the middle of the night after they've supposedly stopped counting. And that's when the Dominion operators went in and injected votes and changed the whole system. And it affects votes around the country, around the world, and all kinds of massive interests of globalist dictators, corporations, you name it. Everybody's against us except President Trump and we the people of the United States. <laughs> Amen. Bring it back to me. Ilan Omar urges Biden to reverse President Trump's Middle East agreements. That's what she's currently urging is when Biden takes over, which he never will, to reverse all of President Trump's peace agreements. Israel, Bahrain, Israel, UAE, Israel, Sudan, Kosovo, Bosnia, reverse them all. That's what Ilan Omar wants. All right, from the Gateway Pundit. Pennsylvania Supreme Court rejects Trump campaign's claim GOP observers lacked access to vote counting centers. Look at how they had to look at them. Look at how they had to observe the votes being counted. This is in Philadelphia. You're supposed to be standing there watching in person each vote, step by step. Every vote come in. You're supposed to be able to reject them. Those are the Republican poll watchers with binoculars. President Trump was up by nearly 700,000 votes on election night in Pennsylvania when all of a sudden vote counting came to a halt, as we already know.
All right, listen to this. This is a Philadelphia poll watcher right here. Listen to what he has to say. Play it for me. And a whistleblower in Philadelphia is outraged at the way poll watchers were told they could observe the ballot counting process. One America's chief White House correspondent, Chanel Rion, has more. Media continues to declare that unless it is Russian, voter fraud exists nowhere in the United States. To challenge this, the Trump legal team is building a case to present before the Supreme Court, arguing that poll watchers were not allowed to meaningfully watch ballots being accounted for. My name is Brian McCaffrey. I'm a regist registered Democrat in the city of Philadelphia. Today, I'm at the Philadelphia Convention Center, and I am overseeing the ballot counters. I will let you know the corruption that is going on here. They will not allow us within 30 to 100 feet to supervise the ballots being counted. Brian McCafferty, a poll watcher in Philadelphia, tells OAN he was shocked by what he had experienced Wednesday morning after the election. I walked into the convention center and, you know, the security was, it was pretty tight. Okay, there was a front desk you go to, they check you off on the computer that you're here. You go to another person, you get your badge, you go through a security checkpoint with metal detectors, and then they have security guards outside the convention hall, the actual hall, it was Hall H. The hall is about, I would say, I wanna say it's about 25, 30,000 square feet. It's completely empty, you walk in it, you go through the double doors, and as soon as you walk into these doors, okay, there was a group of people, I'm walking up to a group of about 15 people. Now, I don't know, that they're with Biden's campaign. So I said, guys, do you know um, who uh, is in charge of, uh, you know, the, the Trump campaign, uh, who was organizing the poll watchers for the Trump campaign? And a woman got very nasty with me. She said, you're not with us, you're over there. So I went over and I sat down next to a couple of people who were also, who were working a shift uh, for, uh, were poll watchers for the Republicans. This room is about 30,000 square feet. I'm going to guess 30, 25, 30,000 square feet. You walk through these double doors and one eighth of the hole, okay, is uh, we had about one eighth of the hole is space to walk around and there were metal gates. The metal gates, about six feet before the metal gates was a line that you were not allowed to go past. So that's an additional six feet, okay? You're allowed to sit down in a chair and you can just watch. No one told you what to look at. You couldn't see anything. The closest desk, I'm going to say, was about, this is on Wednesday, about 25 feet. 25 feet, okay? Now, these desks where people were sitting, sorting ballots, and there were machines, okay? They went all the way back to the convention center. So the closest desk, okay, someone that's counting ballots or, or putting them through a machine, was 25 feet from us, and there were people all the way in the back. So the furthest was probably about 150 feet. Unless you were Superman and you had x-ray vision, you weren't seeing anything. McCafferty says his now fellow- back to me. So why was this happening? In Atlanta, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, and Detroit, which is the only places Donald Trump lost this election. You're like, well, he lost in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Listen, he was winning in all of these places too, all of these states. Atlanta was winning in Georgia. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh was winning by 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania, was winning by 300,000 votes in Milwaukee uh, in Wisconsin when I went to bed. He was winning by 250 to 300,000 votes in Michigan when I went to bed. And when I got up, all the leads were gone when they stopped counting. 
Why did this happen only there? Because it's such a large area of democratic corruption and coagulation and coordination that they can hide it. They think they can hide it, but they can't. They Listen, these this is one of many people that has filled out an affidavit. I don't know for sure that he's filled out an affidavit, but he's testifying or talking to Owen. I'm sure he has. You couldn't watch. 100 feet away? How can you see anything? You can't. All right, from Breitbart. Dominion will not testify. Here we go. Oh, wait, Joe, I'm sorry, Joe, Joe Posobiec first. Governor, I want to get this out Put that up there for me. There you go. Georgia governor calls for audit of signatures on ballot envelopes. Is Brian Kemp finally going to wake up and control his state? We've been waiting for a while for him to actually enter into it. Well, what he's calling for is an audit of signatures. What happens is when you do a mail-in ballot, now I don't know how this is going to work because I showed you the video earlier from Susan Knox of them of them shredding ballots in Georgia. So I hope they're still there because that was Cobb County, Georgia. But now what he's saying is he wants an audit, which is how it should be, a forensic audit. I took those two words from a Rodney Howard Brown sermon. He talked about there has to be a forensic audit of all balloting. And by the way, it should never come down to you having to watch a poll, you know, having, having to watch people siphon through ballots. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't. There should be a paper trail throughout the entire night. There they are, right there, shredding ballots in Cobb County, Georgia. Right there, it's happening right before your eyes. That is a shred a truck that takes and shreds paperwork right there. That's what's going on in Cobb County, Georgia. There should be a paper trail everywhere you go. There shouldn't. Dominion shouldn't be shipping our votes off to Frankfurt, Germany. For them to be counted digitally, there should be a paper trail everywhere. But I guess Brian Kemp, he's looking, he's wanting to audit signatures and ballots. What that means is a mail-in ballot, you have to sign the envelope on the outside and you sign the ballot and they should match. So hopefully if they actually do this, it's over again. Because like I told you earlier, what was going on in Georgia was tens of thousands of mail-in ballots without envelopes and they were never folded and all for Biden only on them strictly filled in for Biden didn't vote down ballot never folded never mailed but counted as mail-in ballots there won't be a envelope for them to match up with so that was that that right there wins the election for Trump he's down by 13,000 votes not really. I hate to even even use verbiage like he's down by votes because he's not. All right, Breitbart video. Dominion will not testify. They were supposed to be testifying in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and lo and behold, they changed their mind. Play it for me. The committee scheduled a public hearing with Dominion voting systems to be held now. The members of the state government committee were looking forward to publicly addressing the plethora of accusations of Dominion voting systems in a format which would have allowed open and honest dialogue. I was impressed at what appeared to be the willingness of Dominion voting systems to address accusations, and it, put the, and it would have put 1.3 million Pennsylvanians who use their machines at ease, including myself. Thinking Dominion was willing to publicly back up their product, which Pennsylvania taxpayers invested millions to purchase and voters entrusted with their sacred ballots, was truly remarkable. I truly felt Pennsylvanians and the nation could get some answers into the truth of the effectiveness of Dominion voting systems. Unfortunately, last evening, Dominion voting systems lawyered up 
and backed out of their commitment to the people of Pennsylvania to provide their input in a public format and discuss their voting systems of which 1.3 Pennsylvanians entrusted. Instead of running towards the light of honesty and integrity, Dominion voting systems retreated to the darkness. Why? Why would a vendor of public goods fear discussing their products sold to the public for the public good? If Dominion's products were successful and operated as they were supposed to, why wouldn't Dominion take the opportunity to publicly review its success? How hard is it to say our ballot machines worked exactly as promised and they are 100% accurate? Why, after weeks of accusations, has Dominion Voting Systems not released any analysis of the success of their voting machines to the public in order to stop their accusers in their tracks? If they have nothing to hide, why are they hiding from us? Today, I am saddened to report to the taxpayers of Pennsylvania and the 1.3 million voters who trusted Dominion Voting Systems with their ballots that Dominion Voting Systems has hung you out to dry and slapped you in your faces. Not only are Pennsylvanians more skeptical, but the actions of Dominion Voting Systems last night have led credibility to their accusers' acquisitions, accusations. To date, the Secretary of State has initiated no plan to address any concerns of Pennsylvanians. A concerning number of Pennsylvanians have lost faith in the integrity of our election process. The elections were conducted above board. The Secretary of State and the Department would be falling over themselves to verify the results and put to rest the mistrust of this election. Trust must be earned. It's up to Dominion voting systems to earn the voters' trust. It's up to the Secretary of State to invalidate any rumor or accusation. All right, back to me. Like to that man speaking, let me get his title right, is chair of the Government Oversight Committee in Pennsylvania, in, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Dominion was supposed to testify on that day. And I, don't, I think it was yesterday. They were supposed to testify. And they lawyered up and didn't. Why would that be? Again, Always ask yourself the question, why would you not want somebody watching you count votes? Why? I mean, Biden, Trump, Biden, Trump. How hard is that? Why would you not want somebody? Why would you not want voter ID? Why, why would you not? Why, why would you want mass mail-in balloting where nobody can identify who they truly are? Where there's no way to actually verify anybody's identification. Why would you ever want that? Why would Dominion not walk in and say, well, here's what we did. Here's all of our software. Here's all of our, I don't know, computer lingo, but here's all the, here's, here's the whole election. Take a look at it. Why would you not? Why would you lawyer up? I mean, that's what they did. They, they were scheduled to testify in a governmental hearing and they lawyered up instead. Why would Smartmatic and Dominion do that? Why would you? I mean, again, like he said, if it was an honest and fair election, everyone would be falling all over themselves to show you. When, when an officer asks for your driver's license and your driver's license is valid, what do you do? Here it is. Of course, I nothing to hide, right? If you have something to hide, you start making excuses. I mean, believe me, I've been on lots of traffic stops. People who don't have driver's licenses don't hand you a driver's license. They, they try to obfuscate. That's what this is. You're, you're a voting software company. Why would you not testify to the chair of the government oversight committee? Why? What, what's there to hide? I mean, think about it. You're just supposed to be tallying ballots. It's, you're a bean counter. Why would you not testify? What, what is there to hide? There's a lot to hide. There's a whole lot to hide. Like entering an algorithm for Joe Biden 
to gain hundreds and hundreds, potentially millions of votes over Donald Trump to reassign votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden on a mass scale. And that's exactly what happened. All right, here's a Linwood tweet. Free at last, he says. This is great. Just put up the picture. I'll just read it this way. Put up the next one for me. There you go. From left to right, attorney John Pierce. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse and actor Ricky Schroeder. He's been bailed out. And here's my thing. You know, earlier, bring it back to me. Why is Kyle Rittenhouse having to be bailed out? Why was he ever arrested? Law enforcement. Why was he arrested? I saw the video. Explain to me the charges. He's, he's facing three first-degree murder charges. Explain to me how. I saw the vi- We know there's concrete video, really, of all three, but definitely concrete video of two, where it's obvious self-defense. Why was he... See, why was he arrested? Why is he charged? See, it comes back to Proverbs 17, 15, differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. When you're in a case, it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat. What matters are the facts. You saw what happened when it comes down to what happened with George Floyd. It doesn't matter what the political consequences are. If you are to let the officers be free, then that's what you do. If that's what the facts dictate, that's what you do. And you don't give two craps about the consequences. You do what's right. Otherwise, you are doing what Yahweh, what God hates. Differing weights and differing measures. What will be the political consequence? Because that's what the state attorney did in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It is blatantly obvious that Kyle Rittenhouse did not commit first-degree murder. It doesn't even meet the statute. It's just like Derek, uh, Derek Shaven being charged with whatever degree murder he is of George Floyd. That's not an accurate charge. It doesn't apply. George Floyd's already been proven to have died of a fentanyl overdose. Why are you charging Derek Chauvin? I always try to, try to pronounce his name. I never was Shaven, Chauvin, whatever it is. Why are you charging him with second degree murder? They had, a, they had him charged with Second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter all once they've dropped the third-degree murder and they've still got second-degree and manslaughter still. It makes no sense. I'm not, listen, I don't know for sure about anything with that case yet, but one thing for sure is nobody murdered anybody. And certainly with Kyle Ritten, well, certainly with Chauvin too. Derek Chauvin did not murder George Floyd. There is no murder involved whatsoever. Again, none whatsoever. With Kyle Rittenhouse, there is no murder involved whatsoever. You have a guy running at you with a 9mm and and Kyle Rittenhouse shot him in the arm. Could have finished him. Didn't. That didn't. The guy's cracking him over the back of his neck after being chased down from behind, hitting him in the back of the neck with a skateboard. That guy died, justifiably so. And the first guy, who was the pedophile, two out of the three, by the way, are pedophiles. Two out of three. Two out of the three people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot are registered sex offenders. But even then, see, I don't don't play these games. If he actually murdered the sex offender, then I would be like, he committed murder because I don't have differing weights and differing measures. Don't care. I'm just putting that out there for information. These are the the, the stalwarts that are out there as Black Lives Matter Antifa uh, rioters. 
The, the guy that recently knocked the guy out cold from behind in D.C., if you saw that video. A child sex offender. The wonderful, wonderful Biden, Beijing Biden supporters that are out. Just wonderful people. How he could be a Democrat, slaughter the unborn, and have Antifa and Black Lives Matter on your side, and how you could ever be somebody that would I mean, come on, soccer mom, you pull a lever for these clowns, for these criminals. But Kyle Rittenhouse never should have been charged with a crime. He didn't commit a crime. Name the crime. First degree murder? The reason why they charged with that because they were afraid of the consequences of not charging them. That's not law enforcement. That's not law enforcement. That's politics. No judge, no state attorney, no cop should ever make a decision based on what are the political consequences of what you do or don't do. You should make the decision based on facts. All right, I got to call it a night. Love you guys. Two hours. I love you. I really do. I love you a ton. I mean it. I really do love you. Thank you guys so much for watching. Let me put this out to you before we go. I am in Inglewood, Florida. Inglewood, Florida. Like and share this video. Get this video out to as many people as you can. Share it everywhere on every platform that you possibly can. I mean, it helped me out. Do Let's get the word out. I am a truth-telling son of a gun, and I mean that also from the pulpit. Tomorrow, you know what I'll be preaching tomorrow? The Bible. I don't worry about the consequences. I preach heaven and hell. I preach it. I, I preach judgment day. I preach the promises of God. I preach that God wants you well, that God wants you prospered. I preach that you can walk away, leave your salvation. I preach the Bible as is, unfiltered by me or any love metric. I preach the word of God. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Google map us, see how far we are away. Come down and visit me about every weekend. I get somebody from out of town coming here. We have room. We'll make room for you, whatever it takes. Two services, 9 a.m. and 11.15 tomorrow morning. Come and find me. Join me. Also, my message will be on, will be live on Facebook tomorrow at around 11.50-ish. We start our second service at 11.15. So by, by the time we get done with the music, it's between, you know, is that am I saying that right? About 11.50? Yeah, about 11.50. Uh, my message will start, so just come on a little early, and then I'm preaching. If your church is closed... Make me your church for a while until God finds what finds one for you. Listen, it's also time. It's time for radical action. It's time for radical action. You may have to move to find the right church. Seriously. You're living in Oregon or Washington or California. It may be time to go. Amen. Listen, I love you guys. I really do. God bless you. Join me if you can tomorrow morning, either live in person. Churches never close, never will close. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to Rodney Howard Brown's church. The River Church at Tampa Bay. Be there tomorrow morning with him. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.